Good evening and hope you had an awesome day. So now that we've discussed the danger and literal emotional poison that jealousy and envy can cause, the question becomes, does the Torah just tell us don't do it? I mean, does the Torah just say don't want their stuff and then just say good luck? It hardly seems fair actually to create a system that challenges you without A, a strategy to understand how to win and B, a reason why that is how the game, in this case, the game of life is set up. So assuming that no one likes feeling jealous, what can in fact be done about it? Now remember, we could honestly easily spend a month, if not more, exploring the depth behind this commandment and its wisdom, but we're just going to make a few significant scratches on the surface. To begin with, it's always best to start by looking in the verse inside the Torah itself, where the commandment is found. And when we do, we often find that it shares amazing insights into how to approach overcoming, in this case, jealousy. The verse states as follows, You shall not covet the home of your fellow, nor their spouse, or servants, or animals, or all that belongs to your fellow. Seems pretty straightforward. However, the commentaries are bothered by the way that this verse is phrased. See, why does it list a few things and then say, oh, and you know what, and all that belongs to your fellow? Why not just say, don't want all that your fellow has? And that would include it all. So to resolve this, they explain that this is actually not extra wording, but a really important hint. See, often in life, we see something a person has or owns or a few things that those people have and we get jealous. Wow, look at that car or I wish I had that home or you name it. And there is always something that someone else has that you might think you would like better. But the Torah tells us that people don't have one thing and one thing alone, but rather what they have is part of a life package, part of everything that they have been given. And so the Torah tells us, don't simply look at something that someone has, which you don't or which you want, but rather you shouldn't even want that because that is part of everything that belongs to them, the good and the bad and the ugly. It's a package deal. We all have it. We all have good or easy parts in our lives, as well as other parts that are challenging and not so good. And the way to realize that we are not only meant not to be jealous, but in fact won't be jealous, is if we realize that we never know about everything that belongs to our fellow. And if we did, we would realize that maybe we could be as happy with our entire picture as they are with theirs, if not sometimes even more. The Torah is telling us that it's easy to be jealous of something in everyone. But lo sachma, don't covet, means at the end of the day, everything that you have is probably better for you than what your friend has, even though that's perfect for them. It isn't the things that one has in their life. It is their entire situation in life that's important. A friend of mine once told me about a film they watched where this one family who lived in a tall apartment building used to look in the apartment across the street from them and notice how they were always having a blast and parties living the life while they struggled to raise a few kids in a cramped apartment and make ends meet. Often at night, this wife or husband would look through binoculars and just see how much fun their young carefree neighbors were having. Fast forward, one of the two partners from across the street passes away. No, that actually isn't the punchline. And then as this young, tired, and jealous mom was walking down the street, she bumped into the woman who had just lost her boyfriend. And that woman recognized her too. She was obviously embarrassed. But then the woman said, you know what? Listen, I have to apologize. My boyfriend and I would sometimes look across the street and see you and your husband and those little kids with all the shenanigans and just wish that we could agree to get married and have a family. You're so lucky. My friends, Often what we envy in others is not worth envying and chances are if we took stock of what we have, yes, it might not be the fanciest or the fastest, 
but there's a good chance that we have much to be thankful for and that others might, in fact, be envious of you. Trust me, in my position as a rabbi, be it the house with young professionals, Shari Tzvila with families, or just the community in general, I get to see very fast that sometimes what you see is not really what you think it is. Sometimes what a person might have is only part of the picture. Sometimes the thing itself that they have causes them greater dissatisfaction in life than satisfaction. And so the Torah is not telling us that we won't feel jealous if we see something nice that another has. It's telling us if we look at the whole picture, everyone has their share of pleasure and pain, and chances are there's no need for you to be jealous of them or them of you. And on that note, wishing you an awesome night, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.